And you wouldn't get it is back for episode 12 and we got a fun one today. We have spent the last couple episodes on uh, much more serious topics, you could say, and we have always stressed the idea of loving to switch things up. And uh, we are going to switch things up for sure today. So Easton, take it away. Yeah, we're getting a little sillier today. And that's a good thing as always. Um, Today, we're going to do something that at least amongst our close circle of friends is uh, something commonly discussed, and that is hypothetical situations. So what I mean by that is different hypothetical questions that most likely would probably never happen. But despite that, we're going to discuss the possibilities and I guess what our take on the hypotheticals would be. So to do that, Christian and I each just chose five hypothetical situations, and we're going to have a little back and forth. And, you know, it is the start of the episode, but I I just, there's an aroma in the oh, air God. of a terrible Barzy <laughs> score at the end of this. Uh, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. You know, all week, all week I was excited to record this episode, but now that we're actually here, now that we're actually doing it, I'm not that excited because I can see your face. I can see you smirking right back at me. You're going to put me in some positions today that I don't want to be in. It's going to get terrible today. It's going to get terrible. And you're already on your second cup of coffee. So it's it's going from bad to worse. I'm ready to go. (laughs) I am not letting the people down in this episode. Trust me when I say this. We are about two minutes in now. Barzy will fail today. He will fail. It's not going to happen. See, you, through 11 episodes so far, have put me through the ringer. You have tried and tried over and over again, and it just hasn't happened. So what makes you think that at this point it's going to happen? It's just – it's unfounded. We will see. We will see. And uh, yeah. because you're talking, because you're doing all this talk, I think you got to be the one to start us off today. Really? You want me to start it off? I, I do right. want you to start Let's us off. up my list here. Okay. So, number one I'm going with okay. is, would you permanently gain the ability to not feel pain at all if you could? Oh. Would I gain the ability to not feel pain? Hmm. And you it's, know what? Listen, it sounds like a simple question off the yeah. bat. There's a lot to think about here. There, there's layers to this. There are layers to this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I guess I'll walk through my mindset. I'd say right off the bat, you're going to think, obviously, yeah, you don't want to feel pain. But to get a little philosophical here, early in the morning when we're recording this, what is life without pain? You know, How do you live and how do you learn without some pain? Um, so because of that, it's kind of similar to like if you have everything in the world that you want, I feel like that's overstated because you don't like you're not really experiencing the downs that make the up so great. So if there's no pain, I feel like living in those times of just serenity and peace and no pain, I, you don't get to appreciate it as much. So because of that, no, I'd rather live in a world with pain. Mm, really? Yeah, I mean, I see where you're coming from a little bit. 
I have a problem with this question, though, and there's a reason I chose it as my first question, and that okay. is, I don't feel pain. Oh, God. So, uh -oh. I don't feel any kind of uh -oh. pain. So, I, I needed to ask you, because from a person who does feel pain, I just want to know what it's like, because mentally, physically, spiritually, there's no pain going on over here. And, uh, yeah, it's good to hear from. No, but in all seriousness, I guess if you could narrow it down to physical pain, I would probably say yes. The only downside I can really see to that would be like if you can still obtain injuries and not feel them because I can see where that would be problematic. You know, you break your leg, you don't even feel it, and then you try, you know, going on a run or something and end up face planting because your leg doesn't work. Yeah, I can see that, but you're right. I mean, emotional and mental pain is is part of the the growing process of human beings. So. Well, that and like, how how would you feel empathy and things like sympathy yeah. for others too? If you don't really, if you can't feel what's going on, um, yeah, like you said, it seems like a pretty straightforward question. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you just. Pain is a part of life. It's a part of life, and it's a part of what makes life so multidimensional. I don't even know. Right. But physically, I don't feel it, so it was good to hear from you. Well, no, that's just – first of all, that's fake news because you do feel pain. You feel pain just like everyone else. You do. It's Never true. Had. It's true. Yep, you have. You absolutely have. You're, uh, you're absurd for that one. I know all you right. have. Well, go ahead. Go ahead with your question. <laughs> all right. So my first one today, this one kind of is similar to a movie concept that came out maybe five or six years ago. But the question is, would you take $10 million, but for the rest of your life, there's a snail that is always following you and always trying to get you. You can't be touched by the snail. <laughs> Otherwise, you will die if the snail gets to you. It is always following you. There is nothing you can do to make it stop following you. You always have to be on the lookout. And also, this snail has like super acid, whatever, and you can't just like lock it up because it can just spray out of wherever you lock it up. Um, Wait. Go okay. On. But didn't you say, yeah, I get what you're saying with the lockup thing, but you said it can't ever get to you, right? No, it's trying to get to you and you can't be touched. So if you are touched by the snail, then Ooh. you die. It's like it's always following you. It's it's kind of like that movie It Follows. I don't know if you saw it. It came out like five or six years ago. But the bottom line is if you take the 10 million, this snail is always trying to get you at all times. No matter where you are, it is following you. So you always got to be on the move. You always got to be on the move. Always. Yeah, I'm thinking no shot. I mean, $10 million is a lot of money. You can do a lot with it. But if this thing, regardless, is following you, you're not going to really be able to enjoy that $10 million. Um, So I'm going to go with no. Okay, it is a snail, though. It's moving at a very slow I, pace. Yeah, I get this. But listen, you know, that rules out going to bed at night. Can't even sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, going back to the last question, you said you don't feel pain. So what is some nights of some restless nights to you anyways? Well, it's going to kill me. So I, I mean, <laughs> I, I won't feel it, but I'll be dead. So um, even in let's say I add this dimension to it. It is always like 
yeah, maybe it's like always stuck to the ground. So even if it were to go through oceans or whatever, it's always going along the bottom of the ocean. I feel like if you're going, you're flying to a country, you got so much time and you could just fly back after a little while. I mean, that snail's never catching you. Maybe. I say that now, but then it probably does. I mean, no, I don't want to worry about this snail. I don't care if I'm a millionaire. I just want a snail, a, a, an acid snail-free life. No, my answer is no. Okay. Um, see, like I said, I, there is a movie with a similar concept to this, and chaos just absolutely breaks out in this movie. And I would assume it would be no different in real life. Um, and because of that, I'm gonna have to agree with you here. I, I don't want I don't want this entity always watching over me, following me, because yeah, that would put a lot of stress, unneeded stress in life. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going to agree with you there. Through two questions, it looks like we are uh, we're on the same page so far. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. All righty, my next question is: Let me pull it up here. If everyone in the world was mentally incapable of lying what would the world look like now that's deep <laughs> yeah wow that is yeah i'm dropping some you. next dropping level stuff off. um okay yeah like i said it, it's it's early my mind it's a little slow out of the gate but this one now we're gonna have to turn it up a notch so what would the world look like you said if no one is physically capable of lying yes well i think uh i think human beings in general would be a lot more like i don't know how to phrase this accepting of things i guess like i think taking out like insecure yeah i think there wouldn't be as much insecurity for sure because if everyone is always telling people how it is at all points in time and there's no lying I think everyone, first of all, you'll know exactly what everyone thinks of you. Um, you'll also, you won't ever have these emotional, like, little battles within yourself, whether you should, oh, maybe I should tell a little white lie so I don't hurt their feelings or whatever. None of that. That's all out the window. Um, yeah, I think there would be a no-nonsense world. And I think, honestly, that may be better for people. And that could even stem, like, look at the, the tippy top, whether it be politicians, coaches, anything. There's no bullshitting here. Like they have to tell people how it is. And yeah, I think honestly, I think the world would would flourish under conditions like this cuz it's just there's no it takes out the lies, it takes all out all of that. Like yeah, it's flourishing. I, I don't see any other way. I'm disagreeing with you here. Uh, I think I think the world the world needs lying. It just needs it. <laughs> I won't disagree with what you said in terms of uh, it was the first thing you said. Everyone, I mean, obviously, everyone's going to be more transparent. Like the certain things, stuff yeah, like that. certain things will be more socially acceptable because you yes. have to be, you know, honest. But I'll be honest with you. I think that you know some of our greatest advancements, some of the greatest tactics that have led to the world we live now have come because people have been able to lie. You know, tell a lie here, tell a lie there, and you got people right where you want them. Have people been taken advantage of over time to get to this point? You're sounding yeah, like a, di yeah, a dictator would say this. A dictator would well, say Well, hey, listen. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Uh, 
sometimes you need a little lie, right? And you got to think like if if you cannot physically tell a lie and there's some what they like to call brutal honesty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if someone comes up to you and they say, "Hey, you know, how am I looking today?" and you tell them they look like, you know, a piece of trash or they're <laughs> ugly or they're fat or something, like I don't think that's good for the world. I think some people need to hear lies. Now, to your point, if I could maybe minimize it, sure, I would take that route. I'd take it down maybe 25% or so, let's say. But I think that there are scenarios where, you know, people need to lie a little bit. And and so I back to the hypothetical oh, question, yeah. I agree. In, in a world without lying, it would be there'd be a lot of things socially acceptable that aren't now. I also think people would hate each other a lot more to my point, because, you know, if you can only be honest, a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. And so, yeah, there would be there'd be some bad vibes going around there. Yeah, no, you may be honest something because now that I think about it, let's say we're in a little scenario here. You're you're a coach to, uh, I don't know, maybe a a little league team, a high school team, whatever you want to call it, baseball, football, whatever. You you got you got one of your weaker players. You got little Johnny over here sitting on the bench. He's he's super discouraged. Yeah, yeah, poor Johnny. He had a tough practice. He's just looking for some encouragement, and he maybe he asks coach. He asks you if you're the coach. Coach, I mean, how do you think it went for me today? I mean, at that point, what do you say? You just have to look him right yeah. in the eye and say, little Johnny. You are ass at this game. You need to never play it again. You got to step foot off this field and never come back. I mean, yeah. I guess yeah, that scenario yeah. could be avoided. And, um, and yeah. listen, to, to speak to that scenario, that's just, you know, 90% of people that just shuts them down. They're done after that. I mean, they don't yeah, want to hear that. Well. And it's, it's just over from there. Now, me... I'm in the I'm in that top 10% where I you know I'm so mentally focused and tough that it would only help me but you you would definitely crumble cave um you know there's a reason you were the wash of the week shout out Louis <laughs> Baker but uh but listen yeah I I don't think it would be good I think the majority of people would not not enjoy that however I don't want to stay on this for too long but if that was the case where everyone knew that only the truth could be told, maybe that changes the way we we look at things in terms of maybe little Johnny grows up knowing he's only going to hear the truth. So by that point, maybe it just doesn't really doesn't phase him as much. He you know, he wow. he knows he did bad and he knows if he asks, he's just going <laughs> to hear that he did bad. So, you know, what does it what does it matter to ask? Wow. There's layers to this. I think you just changed little Johnny's life with that one. All right. Go get Um, him, little Johnny. Go get him. All right. Next hypothetical. You find a book, and once you start reading, you discover it's the story of your life. Once you reach the point you're at now, would you continue to read knowing that you can't change future chapters? I've heard this one before. Um... Oh man, that's a hard one. So I definitely would not read to the end. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't read it at all. I was thinking for a second, maybe I read like one chapter, kind of figure out what's going on this next year. But knowing that I can't change it, 
I think I'd rather just let it play out naturally. I wouldn't really read any of it. May, you know, maybe I read one page just to see what's going to happen. Well, like, let's take this into account. What if you, like, read up to the point you're at in your life and there's only, like, four pages left in the book? Then what? I mean, you don't even have to read it to know you're screwed anyways. Exactly. Okay, yeah, but assuming, yeah, I mean, assuming I maybe they put in a bunch of, like, empty pages regardless if we're just adding rules. So you don't know. So you, don't, you can't know based on the pages. Yeah, if they did that, I still wouldn't read ahead more than a page or two. Assuming yeah. that, like, maybe, let's say, like, a page is, a, you know, a couple days or a week, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if that was the case and I didn't truly know when it was going to end, I might be interested to read before, you know, reread everything. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. That, but, uh, that could be cool, yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't read ahead. Knowing that I can't change it, no. All right, so hear me out. Hear me out here. I, uh... Here's where I'm getting mad. I know it. I'm going to read ahead. I'm going to read right on ahead because you know what? Regardless of whether or not I can change it, I just, I'm one of those people. I, I like to know. I would like to, okay. And I will say, I don't think I'm going to read the rest of the book. You were saying you'd read a couple pages. Maybe I'd be interested to see, or maybe what I do, you know. I, I I would take the book, I just randomly flip it, and I would land on one page. That's what I would do because I like the risk of it. And I would read maybe like th that page and the next two after that with no context included. So maybe this page, maybe I randomly land on a page where I'm 26, maybe when I'm 39, maybe when I'm 73. I don't know. So I will at least then know at some point in my life that day is going to happen or weeks or whatever, but I won't I won't know when. And that's the risk of it. You know, that's mm. just sometimes you got to gamble. Sometimes you got to gamble. And yeah, that's that's my Why answer. Why? It's going to happen anyways. Um, I think the curiosity. So I, I think part of me would be saying, yeah, you don't want it. I think that's the logical part. But then there would be the part of me that wants to. So I think to feed the part of me that wants to, I would give myself a random page to read and uh yeah, uh, that maybe that'll lead away at me. Maybe something horrible happens on that page. If that's the case, maybe something great happens on that page. But it's just, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. And if you ain't playing the game, you ain't with it. So mm. there's my All answer right. there. All right. That's fair. Back to me now? Yeah, you got it. Is this your, this your third one? This is numero three, numero tres. Yes. Uh, all right. So this is one we I actually had a discussion about this the other day um, and it wasn't at, on this list that we have. It was in the old brain of Easton here. So listen up. I'm listening loud and clear. Would you rather be able to only eat the same three meals every day of your life? And we'll say same ingredients for the meal. So say for breakfast, if you choose eggs, bacon, whatever, you can make the eggs different ways, but it has to be eggs. Okay. And they're all, that portionally makes sense. So you can't just say, I eat everything for breakfast, and then you have unlimited <laughs> options. It has but to be why? a sta why? standard why meal. Can't I, why can't yeah, I, you know, know you're <laughs> sick like that, and you probably would want to. But no, standard meal. Would you rather eat the same three? Um, meals every day or 
never be able to eat the same meal twice. Twice in one day or twice at all? Oh, so like once I have a bowl of vanilla bean ice cream once in my life, I'm never having that again. Oh, gosh. Um, So we're talking three standard meals during the day. And we'll throw in dessert, too. Uh, Perfect. Perfect. That's all I needed to hear. All right. Um, yeah, that's we're going to eat the same exact meals every day for the rest of my life. And you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll line this up right here. So I know, okay, dinner is an easy one. Got a great, great, great Chinese joint right in my hometown that it's just, it doesn't get better than I'm going with that for dinner every night for the rest of my life. Then I'm having a bowl of ice cream. Um, I'm not going to put a flavor to it. Maybe there's the, maybe the day when I have to make this decision, I'll really be craving a flavor. So that's the flavor I'll pick for the rest of my life. So that's an easy one too. For breakfast, is this, does this have a nutritional impact on me? Like, yes. Oh, it does. Okay. Um, okay. We'll just go with, we'll go with some eggs. We'll go with some eggs for breakfast. Uh, and then for lunch. For lunch, we're gonna go with. No, just just give me. Oh, this is this is a tough one because lunch is a versatile, it's a vers- versatile meal. You can eat so yeah. much for lunch. Um, you know what? Give me some chicken parm, parm for lunch because you can't go wrong with that. Um, it may not be the most nutritional day of eating, but you know. Do you have to like say, oh, maybe I'm not feeling dessert today, so I don't have to like you don't have to eat it. It's just you have yeah, to eat sure. the same thing. You, you don't have to eat it. If you All right, not. so yeah, that's my answer. What do you All got? Right. Yeah, I'm definitely eating the same three meals. Um, I think you would reach a point in your life with the it would probably be better in the immediate future if you chose the other option, but eventually you'd get to a point where you'd just be <laughs> eating some wacky stuff. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going with the three meals. And, you know, I would say after a couple months, regardless of what it is, you're really just going to lose your taste for it anyways. I mean, shouldn't say lose your taste, but it's just going to, you know, it'll be bland. It's the same thing you're eating every day. So I'm just loading this thing up on pure nutritional, just turn myself into a specimen. So breakfast. Mm. Turkey bacon, some eggs, maybe Ooh, like okay. a little protein Go shake. Ahead. Go ahead. Lunch, we're going a chicken salad and maybe like a, a little trail mix or something thrown in there too. Get some good fats in. Dinner, steak, potatoes, uh, maybe like some steamed vegetables. Go off. Maybe, maybe a little side of fruit. Like fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Um, nice. And then, yeah, for dessert, you know what I'm eating for dessert. Chocolate <laughs> cake. Cake. Woo! Now, you I'm like not having it all the time because that's going to hurt my, uh, the reason I'm picking this diet. But you once, have or to have the option, a, right? once or twice a week, sure, I'll indulge. Okay. Okay. And yeah, like like you said, for the other option, like, there's only so many different food options to go around. Um, I feel like you would run out pretty fast. Like you have, a, let's say tomorrow you want to have a hamburger. Never again in your life. Never. Unless, 
unless yeah. there's different layers to it and you maybe maybe you I do mean, like a medium you would rare. get to the point in like your 40s and 50s where you're eating like bugs and shit so. yes you'd be picking grass at that yeah. point um all right my third question so you are walking in a forest and you uh-huh. find a black suitcase inside uh-huh. it holds one million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word yep. don't so are you taking the suitcase or are you leaving it yeah i i've discussed this one before as well and absolutely not absolutely not and i think you are a psychopath if you do because listen at, you know it says don't and it's stained in blood. Yeah. So that's basically yeah. saying like that's how you, you know you take this it. and you're dead. It, yes. You take this and you're dead. There's no other way around it. There's a reason it says that. No one's just giving away a million dollars. It's obviously a trap for someone to just snipe your head clean off. <laughs> that's so I I don't think that it just is not worth it to me. That is not worth it. A million dollars, sure you'll. You know, you'll have a good lifestyle there for a while. Maybe you make some good investments and turn it into a career. But that's a risky option on that end. And it's even riskier in the fact that you're probably going to get your head taken clean off. So, no, I'm not touching that thing. Or, or maybe, just maybe, it's some rich person trying to place some tomfoolery on you and just thinking, I'm going to mess with some people. First person who takes it, good for them. They took the risk. They win. Nothing's actually going to happen to them. Or, like you said, this is probably someone who's waiting to snipe your brains out. Or you're going to get, I mean, this is best case scenario. If this is an actual situation with this happening and whoever put it there is going to follow through, Best case, there's like demons and you're getting possessed. Other than worst case, you're dead right there, right then and there. So, yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to agree with you again. I'm not, I'm not gonna take it just because, like you said, it's probably a death sentence. And if you're walking in a forest, it's a black suitcase. Like, there's nothing inviting about this thing. It's probably just bad news all around. This yeah. is something right out of a horror movie. We've all seen horror movies. We know that nothing good ever happens. So, yeah. Not taking it. On to the next. On to the next we go. All right. For the next one. This is fourth, correct? This is the fourth. Yep. All right. So let me pull this up here. My apologies. Ah, yes. So if you were chosen to be the first human being to make contact with aliens that we knew existed, would you want to do it? Okay, so I feel like I've been, I've been by a pattern here. I've been all talk, you know. I've been, I've been usually saying I'm gonna risk things here. Besides that last one, no bite. That is what they say. And, and again, do we know anything about these aliens? Like, what movie are we talking? War of the Worlds? Aliens? Are we talking like Independence Day? Are we Listen, talking like a Disney? The movie only or something like thing that? we know is that they exist. And we have found a way to communicate with them via you. So they'd be sending you over there. 
this is in person. Like this isn't yep. a, this isn't a Zoom call here or anything with the yeah. aliens. This is this is nope. in person, face to face. Here, I'll I'll clean it up a little bit for you here. Okay. Let's okay. say they agree to let's just say the moon for shits and gigs. Let's <laughs> okay, say we'll they agree the to meet up on the moon. You doing it? <sighs> well, at at this point in my life, at 22 years of age, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Too much, too much, you know, time ahead of me. Hopefully, where uh, that could all be cut short if I meet some violent aliens. But if I'm like 50, if I'm 50 or older, I think I'd do it. Because, you know, at that point, I feel like I've experienced enough life and I'm ready to take the next leap of faith. Because if it works out and I get sent right back to Earth, I, I met aliens. Like, who can say that? No one. And if it doesn't work out, well, I already experienced enough and I can say that aliens killed me. So it's kind of cool anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, at this point in my life right now, I'm going to say I'm not I'm not doing it. I don't want to meet the aliens. I don't care what they have to say, what they have to do. It's just it sounds like bad news to me. OK. See, I'm doing it. I am doing it. Mm, I'm okay. uh, I'm meeting the aliens. I'm meeting the aliens. I'm making history. I might die. I might die. But you know what? <laughs> I've got a name in the history books. If I say no, let's assume it's, you know, the government shows up at my doorstep. It's a secret mission. If it pans out, great. You know, if I say no to that, I just continue on with what I'm doing, which sure, great and all. But I got a chance to make history. I'm meeting up with those aliens, saying what's up to them. And you know what? Now now this puts me in a bind because I don't know if I could live the rest of my life out knowing seeing your face plastered all over history books plastered all over oh, the yeah. internet for being a legend regardless of if you survive or not yeah. i would have to now live knowing that you are just you are this paramount figure and i am just nothing and i don't know if i could live with that so that that puts me in a bind that's that's a tough spot to be in it is <sighs> it is um, so yeah, I'm sticking with my answer, but just know that it would hurt me a lot to see you being a living or non-living legend, regardless of it. Yeah. It so, um, that was, your, was that your fourth, right? That was my that was, fourth. All right. So my fourth, this one, this one's a little bit more open-ended. Let's see what you can come up with, but okay. So you have a button, which when you press it, it does something. What does your button do when you press it? Oh, yeah. Get, so get that decide what the button does. Yes. For every person, the button does something. It's it's individual to that person. What does your button do? Hmm. Let the brain churn a little bit. Sit on hmm. that. It's a tough one. You got your answer ready? Um, well, okay. I'm just going to see. I don't, but I'm going to see what the first thing that comes to my head is. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest. This, you can call this rotten or not. I, my button would put a nice three scoop bowl of ice cream right in front of me. The second I press it at any given time, anywhere, any place, you name a place. I'm there. I'm pressing that button. 
I'm eating ice cream and I'm loving it because there's nothing better than a good bowl of ice cream. Ice cream. Of all the things, you go with ice cream. You could press this button and a million dollars shows up in front of you and you choose ice cream. Yeah, because why need a million when I can just cut right to the chase and get my ice cream because I'd be buying ice cream with a million anyway. You are so sick. Just so sick. (laughs) And that was instinctual. That was the very first yeah, thing that I came know. Top of my head. But, so that it, tells you a lot about probably what you'd go with, at. too. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. You know what? I'm going to be a, a little more decent here. You know, okay. every, time, every time I press my button, a, a hungry person gets fed. Now, now, how much of a piece of garbage do you I feel? I didn't know I was going to try this morning. Now, how bad do you feel that you're just... <laughs> slapping ice cream in your mouth all day yeah, long I played, and i'm over I played, here curing world hunger with this butt see i played right into that is you wanted me to say some foolish so you Oaks. could just you could just take scores and looking good. With it. <laughs> i i wasn't i wasn't planning on getting emotional this morning but you're gonna make me get emotional you know i you you've been saying how rotten you are but that move right there that's a, that's a very decent move out of you, and I got to respect it. Because, yeah, you, you can just sit there, maybe take an hour a day, just spam that button. Spam it. You're curing a lot of world hunger. And once again, regardless of whether people know or not that you're doing it, you're, you're once again a living legend. Um, you're a savior of this world at this point. So uh, that seems to be the, uh, the theme today. You just like to save the world, I guess a it is. man of the people. All right. All right. Final question. On to the next. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this one. There's a reason I saved it for last. Okay. So, if every time you snap your fingers, you would instantly be transported to a random point in humanity's timeline. Humanity's timeline. Yes. Yes. Would you snap your fingers? If so, how often? So, if I snap my finger to get to this point in history, can I snap it again to get home? Or am I just now, I'm free willing snapping out there, hoping that I get lucky to take some Yeah, see, I thought about that too when I said it. Let's say this. Let's say that when you snap them, you have a minimum of three days in that timeline. Okay. Okay. And maybe maybe you could ha- maybe you could have a button with you that you can press and just go back if we're gonna stick with the button theme. Um, okay, uh, wh- wait. So why did you say the the overarching question was where would you want to go in human history or no? If you could do it, how okay. often how would often? you snap your fingers? Okay. Um, honestly, that sounds pretty freaking cool. Um. I would I would do it pretty often because I feel like if I if I find a point maybe maybe it's late afternoon during a day it's that time of the day where you don't really know what to do um, late afternoon early night you're bored maybe I should just give myself some knowledge take in knowledge of the universe snap the fingers we're going wherever we're going. Um, that would be fun. It's like the magic school bus or whatever whatever those books were. TV shows, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna snap quite often, and given 
maybe that would be different if I knew that, like, say I snap, it takes me back to like the time the Neanderthals and I'm now surrounded by dinosaurs. I'm probably dead there. So if, if I can die, maybe I'll change things up, change the risk a little bit. But if I'm just like going, snapping back, can just kind of observe everything. Yeah, I, I'd say I give it once a week. Why not? Why not? <laughs> History. History. No, I'm saying if I have the power to do that, I might do it two or three times total. I love where we're at as a civilization. I love where we've come, the advances we made. I don't, you know, history, it happened. Sure, would some things be cool to witness? Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going once a week that, you know, like you said, probably a good amount of the times you're going to end up in some just horrible situation because a lot of history is not pretty not pretty that's very and listen up the few times maybe it does pan out maybe you see a cool thing here or there but i'm thinking after a day you're like all right i'm tired of this i want to go back to the modern world yeah i want to be connected again i want to want to be in my my comfortable lifestyle i yeah i just more often than not, I don't think it pans out in your favor. I would say the majority of history is just not not pleasant times compared yeah. to now. So, no, I'm yeah. only doing it, you know, I'll sit, I'll give it between three and five times, I guess, if I'm just having a boring week and, you know, you need to spice want to go see what Napoleon's up to or something. All right. Although that's I don't see- get to pick, so. No. See, you're going with, you're being, yeah, I, I respect that. That is the logical answer because you're absolutely right i'm sure after a couple snaps i wouldn't be too happy with the situations that i'm being put into i'd probably end up conquered by genghis khan or something then horrible things would happen to me um yeah yeah i'm just you're right i'm probably gonna tone it down a little bit because assuming maybe at first i'm gonna be snapping quite frequently but after that yeah i'm probably i'm probably toning it down a little bit so yeah once again, your logical answer made me rethink things. Yeah, yeah. See, cause me going first is a, it's a strategy for you to just make me say something <laughs> stupid so you can look even better. All right. My last question, our last hypothetical of the day. It is spooky season. It is October. It so is. this one, this one's gonna it's gonna carry on that theme a little bit. So would you be willing to spend a night alone in a remote house that is supposedly haunted? Just for the sake of it, there is no electricity, though there is running water and utilities, and you can bring your own flashlight and or lantern, whatever you want to do. The nearest neighbor lives six miles away. One night, it's up to you. If you spend that night in there, well then, you get what you get. But what are you doing? No. I mean, what kind of question? Absolutely not. I get, I get nothing out of this. No, you get pride. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't even you need get to, pride. No, I don't. I don't even need to go into depth here. Absolutely no. I'm not staying in a haunted what, house. You don't want to go ghost hunting? No way, dude. Not a chance. They can. Whatever it's goes on in that house can go on in that house. I want no business of it. Nearest house six miles. I mean. <laughs> That would that's gonna take me hours to get. 
that just no. There's no shot. There's just no <laughs> chance. There's no reward. The only thing you gain out of it, I guess, is being able to say you slept in a haunted house. That is, if you make it out alive. So spooky season or not, just absolutely not. Now go ahead. I, I'm Give sure you've got some. House. Give I'm me sure that haunted house. Oh my god. What, what are they gonna do to me? All right. So, oh, uh, this is, we're not saying for sure that it's haunted. We're just saying, first of all, it looks haunted. It could be haunted. It's rumored to be haunted. Um. Regardless, you know, right now I've been all talk. I've been all talk all day. And regardless, when it comes down to it, you put that haunted house in front of me, I am probably running away as fast as possible. But right now, right in this very moment, I'm feeling confident. <sighs> I'm staying in that haunted house because I want to be able to say that I spent tonight in a haunted house. I didn't get possessed by whatever spooky season demons there are. I did it. And yeah, you're right. You, there's nothing, there's nothing in it for me. No one would really care if I said I did it. Um, no. But regardless, I think to be able to prove to myself that I could do it, if we're gonna, oh, if we're gonna come full circle back to the first question when we were talking about pain, emotion, uh, just uh, the pride of it, being able to know that I did it, chef's kiss. Oh. I could live with myself. I don't. That I conquered a huge fear. There's my answer. I don't think if you put a perfectly unhaunted normal house in front of me with nothing wrong with it and said I could stay there for the night, it still doesn't spark my interest. I just want to sleep. Here's the thing. I would be completely honest. You basically already did this considering the house you lived in last year could probably have been haunted. And I'm sure there were nights when you slept in there alone. So. It might have, it may have been haunted. And, you know, nights where I am trying to think if there were ever nights where I was alone in there, regardless, I'm sure they weren't pleasant. And do I want to do that again? Nope. And do I have an interest knowing that the house is actually most likely haunted, like you said? Nope. So, absolutely not. Ne never in a million years. Whatever, man. Whatever, I'm doing it. Meet me there. <laughs> you know what time it is. I, I was, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to push it off for as long as I could. Uh, so, but I do, folks. It is time for your Barzy rating. Now listen, Barzy. I don't know if you came to play today. You know, <laughs> if for the folks just listening out there, I'm sure there'll be some clips out. You know, Barzi clearly rolled out of bed just a couple minutes before this got started. Ow. He he wasn't he wasn't sharp. He he got, you know, torn apart by some logic here and there and had to end up back talking. He had some rotten, rotten takes. Just the the haunted house one. I mean that I'm one, staying in the haunted that house. One, that one throws me off. That why not? That one throws me you know what? Here it is. Barzy rating of the day. 2.6. Ah! 2.6. You know, no haunted house could be scarier than that. No haunted house. That's uh, the all-time low. He I finally got him, folks. I didn't, I didn't know. Well, first of all, I didn't. Wow, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now. I didn't think this day would ever come. And if it did ever come, I didn't know how I'd react to it. And this is... uh. 
I'm gonna need to sit on this one a little bit. This this hurts a little bit. Um, at this point, I have to promise that I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back strong over the remaining month of October. No, this this stings. No, this stings. Yeah, that's all I got. I, yeah, I'm, no, I'm speechless. I, I need you to take it home at this point, cause uh, yep. Barzi has been yeah. humbled. It's a, it's a terrible rating to come off of. You know, he's hurting on the inside, and I understand that. Listen, I feel phenomenal. I'm going to have an excellent day and week because I got to dish that out. It's about time. I've been sitting on it forever. I knew, I knew from the start this might be the episode that happened, and it did. And it just it makes me so happy. So, Barzi, thank you. You've started, you know, the, the rest of my day is going to be beautiful because of this. Folks, it will be available on all the regular platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Thank you for tuning in. Another great episode. We've got another one coming next week. Who knows? Maybe Barzi will go even lower. That being cool. said. Don't say it. <laughs> you would not get it. Barzi doesn't get it. Uh, we are out of here. Bolton board material. 